Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's catch up on the latest free agency news next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. And the Raiders remain the talk of the NFL through the first, I'd say we're about 28 hours into free agency as the time of recording. Obviously, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo on Monday, but they weren't done. Tuesday, they added Jacoby Myers, arguably the top wide receiver on the market. And then they traded Darren Waller to the Giants, which, Dan, you're a Giants fan. We'll get to that. I'm sure you're excited. But first, you know, it. The, the Raiders moves, you know, it's it's a lot of money being spent. They're big names, but sort of feels like much ado about nothing or, or maybe, you know, shifting the deck chairs on, if not the Titanic, a luxury yacht that's not really going anywhere, <laughs> uh, which I will say for, from a fantasy perspective and, and tell me if you disagree. I think it's actually the last 48 or 28 hours have been pretty good for Josh Jacobs and, and Devontae Adams. Uh, I don't know what you think about that, but I I feel like I'm still viewing Devontae Adams as a top five wide receiver and, and same for Josh Jacobs at the running back position after all these moves. What do you think? We agree on one, disagree on the other. I'm with you on Josh Jacobs. Love everything I've seen so far for him. I don't like what I've seen for Devontae Adams. I think we're going to see the Patriots go. I'm sorry. The Raiders go more to what the Patriots used under Josh McDaniels. That, uh, that system that fits a receiver more like Jacoby Myers and even a Hunter Renfro, if he can get healthy for this year, not so much of Devontae Adams. Now Devontae Adams can fit any system, but you're taking away a lot of what I think he did well from a fantasy standpoint last year in the vertical game when you go mm-hmm. from Eric Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm not enthused about what this means for Devontae Adams. The one thing I would say is, well, yes, he'll probably get fewer downfield targets. It's not like Derek Carr was known for being this gunslinger before he started playing with Devontae Adams. I think in True. part, it's just that when you're a quarterback and you're playing with Devontae Adams, you're probably just going to throw 30% of your passes to him wherever he is on the field because he might be the best wide receiver in the NFL at getting open. Or he's just open all the time because he's such a great contested catch player. So it's the kind of situation where, yeah, I can see, uh, Heath and I talked about this on yesterday's show, I could see having some concerns about the move from Carr to Garoppolo, but I just, I think Adams, having shown very little signs of decline, I think he's just still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and I'm going to keep treating him that way. So I guess I'm uh, you know, sort of on an island on that one. I know Heath's with me, but you, uh, Jamie Eisenberg, Dave Richard, all downgrading Devonta Adams a little bit. I do want to ask about Darren Waller to the Giants. I had him as tight end number nine. I did not like the way he was using the, the uh, Raiders offense last season. I think he was... 17th among tight ends and targets per game last season, something incredibly low. I think it's a arrow pointing up for him. And with, you know, I'm skeptical of Daniel Jones, but I I think he's back to being a top five tight end. What do you think? 
I think without a doubt, he's back to being a top five tight end. This is a perfect dream scenario for Waller for a variety of reasons. One, the Giants don't have a number one target right now. He's mm-hmm. going to be the clear-cut number one guy. Two, last year, as early as week two, we saw the Giants utilizing rookie fourth-round tight end, Daniel Bellinger, billed as a raw rookie, as the focal point of the red zone passing game. That's something we saw in Kansas City with offensive coordinator for the Giants, Mike Kafka, New York there. Brian Dable was the Patriots tight end coach from 2012 through 2016 when he developed Rob Gronkowski and helped to uh, bring Martell's Ben along there. Also, he obviously developed Dawson Knox, a fourth-round player. People don't remember. Knox was a day-three draft pick. He was mm-hmm. a raw player coming out of Ole Miss. He developed him into a fantasy asset and an NFL asset. So to me, this is perfect. He's going to be the number one red zone guy, and I think he could ultimately be their number one target guy as well. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what else the Giants add. I'm, I'm assuming they're not done yet, but... You know, they don't have a ton of cap space to go out and add a, a you know, a true number one. And there really aren't any true aren't ones any, out right. there anyway. So, you know, this might be the big splash for them. That would be really good for Darren Waller. The the Jets made a big splash, adding Alan Lazard on a reported four-year contract. More news to come <laughs> regarding the yeah. Jets. At some point, presumably, uh, I'm assuming that Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco are not going to be their quarterbacks next season. There's a another guy who seemingly is holding them hostage and forcing them to sign all of his former teammates. We'll see what Aaron Rodgers decides to do. And it's kind of hard to talk about Alan Lazard until we know that. And frankly, I would think he's going to be a clear number two at best option in the Jets offense behind Garrett Wilson, at least. Really, really hope that's the case after he signs there. But I do want to get your thoughts before we go on Rashad Penny signing with the Eagles. Obviously, Rashad Penny has had a lot of trouble staying healthy. He's played 42 out of 82 possible games in his NFL career. However, I kind of love this fit. He's a really, really good running back. The Eagles, you know, he's always going to have to be in a committee. Well, the Eagles are going to have a committee either way. So I think Rashad Penny efficient runner, big play guy in an efficient offense. I think this could be very good for the time that he's healthy. I'm completely with you. I went back and I watched some of his tape when he was last healthy and he looked once again, like one of the three, four, five best running backs mm-hmm. independent of a supporting cast on his ability to force missed tackles in open space and create yards after contact. That's what he will be. If he can be healthy, he's going to be playing behind one of the most elite offensive lines in the NFL. That's bringing back Jason Kelsey, the best center in the NFL, the best move center in the NFL. This is a perfect fit. Um, so I think he could be like, as per, if he's on a per game basis, as productive or more productive than Miles Sanders. Yeah, obviously, from a long term perspective, his ability to stay healthy, a big question, but he's someone, you know, I think if he ends up being in the RB4 range on draft day, I'll be happy to draft him because assuming he's healthy for week one, I think you've got an RB2 for as long as he's out there. So I feel really good about Rashad Penny with the Eagles. We're going to have more on the rest of free agency over the next couple of days and coming weeks. Uh, for now, That'll do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 